Thank you for listening to BLC's Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message, brought to you by John Crumpton. For more podcasts, news, and other events, please visit breakthroughlife.co.za. Yeah, looking forward to, to being together with you today and just sharing a few things uh, that the Lord's been putting on our hearts together. So it really is so good. But just as we as we start this morning, it'd be great for us just to take some time to pray into the nation as we regularly do that, and uh, specifically praying for those in the uh, in the health sector. These there's so much talk around, you know, what's going to happen with an influx of people being infected with COVID nineteen, and what's going to happen with hospitals and clinics and so on. And uh, so we just want to keep praying that we actually stay ahead of the curve. You know, you've heard all about flattening the curve, but how about we as a nation, we continually stay ahead of the curve. Why not? You know, we were just singing about that he's the God who does impossible. He's a miracle worker. And so let's just pray specifically that that curve never actually gets to the the pessimistic um, predictions. You know, how about we just pray that, that there's a supernatural intervention in, in our nation. And uh, with God, all things are possible. Yeah. So let's pray together. Thank you, Father, that you are the God who does impossible. That even though other nations are, are facing turmoil and calamity, that doesn't always have to mean that we have to face that same calamity. We're asking, Lord, that you would move powerfully on behalf of your people in this nation, that you would be gracious, you would be merciful, that you would release uh, angelic activity throughout our nation, that where infections otherwise might have taken root, that you would put a hedge of protection, you would put a shield around us and around this nation, and that you would cause life life to be released where others would predict and and would in in a sense negatively prophesy that there will be destruction and there will be calamity on South Africa we're asking lord would you be merciful would you move on behalf of the prayers of your saints and would you cause that 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 curve uh, not to come about the way that it's been predicted lord we have no idea how you're going to do this We just know that you are a merciful God. And so we turn our hearts to you. We ask, Lord, that you would do good things to us here in South Africa in 2020. That all the prophetic words that we had at the beginning of the year as to how you were going to be moving powerfully and release a doubling, that you were going to release an increase in this year, that you were going to bring alignment We ask, Lord, that every single one of those prophetic words that would hold true, even though the opposite is beginning to manifest, we know that your words still ring true and we hold on to those prophetic words that as we look at the end of 2020, we will not have things stolen and lost, but in actual fact, we will look and we will count and we will see, wow, this really was a year of double of double portion, of increase, of expansion, of alignment. So we say thank you, Lord, that you're bringing alignment into our hearts and into our lives. We say thank you, Lord, that for those working in in hospitals, 
areas um, that you would release, Lord, wisdom to the doctors and that you would cause all those who are working in the, the medical sector um, to be able to spot things quicker than what the tests will, will show, that you would give a supernatural wisdom. We thank you, Lord, for the, the army of believers that are working in the health sector. We ask, Lord, that you would increase their faith and that as they carry your presence into hospitals, that there would be a, uh, a release of presence therapy, that there would be miraculous healings that would be released into the, the hospitals uh, and emergency rooms. So we give you thanks and we give you praise, Lord, that you indeed do the impossible. Amen, amen, amen. So good. Well, Jesus did say that uh, his house would be a house of prayer. And uh, so we've got houses of prayer all over Joyberg. And it's just such a delight that we can join together and we can pray together. So, so good. Yeah, just uh, going to have a little sip of water here. Well, again, welcome to the Breakthrough family and, and folks who are friends of Breakthrough and people from around the, the country. I'm just watching a lot of people logging on from different places um, and uh, and even different parts of the, the world. So just so good for us to be together and just to strengthen our hearts. And, uh, you know, the fact that you've jumped on board uh, from other places is an encouragement to us. It strengthens us. You know, we're not alone. And it's just so good to see what the Lord is doing in and through this time and this season. And uh, so trusting that the word that I have for you will be very encouraging and, um, and, and will be uplifting for us this morning. So I believe that the Lord is doing good things in spite of all of the negativity about this, this virus. But actually, the Lord is causing us to grow stronger, to become more mature, that we don't walk by sight, but we walk by faith. And so we're not uh, allowing ourselves to be um, uh, uh, overly informed by the media and, and that that becomes our narrative. No, we turn to the scriptures and we turn to the prophetic words that he's spoken to us and we allow that to be the narrative which fills our hearts and fills our minds. And uh, so we're, we're so glad that uh, we, we don't have to just be limited to this world's wisdom and to um, what the, the, the various um, uh, models in terms of what's going to happen, predicting uh, the, the, the coronavirus and what's going to happen to our economy or what's going to happen to people's lives and the health system. We, we're holding on to the promises of the Lord. So uh, just a couple of other thoughts that I've had. You know, so many of us have been part of worship times in the past where we've, we've kind of like said to the Lord, Lord, we will worship you no matter what the circumstance. And so the Lord is giving us an opportunity to actually put that to the test, so to speak. And so we are having an opportunity to, to worship the Lord in spite and in the middle of really horrendous circumstances. 
And so we can praise the Lord and we can worship Him when we've a full band and we're gathered with all of God's people and we can sense the corporate anointing and we lift our voices and Lord, I'll worship you. And no matter what goes on, no matter what happens, I'm still going to worship you. And the Lord says, all right, let's have an opportunity for you to put that into practice in, in the dark times and in the difficult times. And uh, so that's exactly what we're doing. We're lifting up our voices in worship and in praise. Um, we're joining in with other live stream and other worship sets. But we can use this opportunity to worship Him even in the middle of difficult times and difficult circumstances. And so we're actually proving the very things that we promised and we said we would do. Lord, we'll worship you in the good and we'll worship you in and through the bad. And so we're doing that right now. And so our level of maturity and our, uh, our substance, if you like, is being established as we're able to worship the Lord even in and through, through the, the difficult times. Another thing is that, you know, we've said to the Lord, we will not keep our eyes on the things of this world, but we'll think on things above. We will set our hearts um, on, on what you have said and what on you are doing. And so, again, we're getting a, a further proving of this, that we're, we're proving that we're not giving ourselves into all of the the negativity and all the difficulties that, that we're hearing, but we're, we're actually tuning our hearts to what the Lord is saying. And so in all of this, the Lord is causing us to be stronger and to, be, um, to grow in our maturity in the things of the Lord. So the Lord is doing good things. He's doing great things in us individually, but also as a church family. And so we're growing in all of these things. So I just want to bless you with that. And, um, and the next thing for us just to note is that this is an opportunity for us to shine. You know, there's so much heaviness and darkness and negativity all around us. Um, but it's our time to shine and to be people who are able to bring life and to bring hope and to bring solutions uh, into our city. And uh, so, folks, if you're wanting to be part of this, we are going to be helping in terms of feeding schemes. It's called the Kingdom Valley Lean. It's uh, Lean stands for Local Ecumenical Action Networks. And uh, so all of that means is that we're joining with many churches, tens and tens of churches in our region, in our area. It stretches from Northcliffe right across through to the Machalisburg area. And, uh, and so we're joining together for feeding schemes to help those who are less fortunate than ourselves. And so if you uh, want to add to your offering, so this is over and above our tithes and whatever other offerings that might have taken place in the breakthrough context. Now we're wanting to bless our city. And uh, so if, if you put uh, an offering through an EFT or SnapScan, go on our website, You'll see all of the, the tabs that give you the information for giving. And uh, you, you're able to just uh, put a reference, uh, K-V-L-E-A-N, which stands for Kingdom Valley Local Ecumenical Action Networks. So K-V-Lean. And uh, we'll make sure that that money goes into the, the feeding schemes. And uh, so we're able to shine the light and the love of God 
in this difficult time, this time of darkness, we can see very practically the churches coming together and, uh, and being part of a solution. So bless you as you do that. All right. Well, what I want to do is I just want to take some time to encourage us from Jeremiah chapter 33. And uh, it's often been joked, you know, what's God's uh, phone number? It's uh, Jeremiah 333, um, which says, Call to me and I will answer you. Well, I'm just going to take uh, a few verses from Jeremiah chapter 33 and, uh, and see what the Lord says to us out of this passage here. So the, uh, the Babylonians had come against the people in Jerusalem. They besieged the city. Uh, they were under lockdown and uh, they were facing difficulties. Part of what was going on, and it's, it just rec- it's good for us to recognize the circumstances into which Jeremiah was prophesying. Um, he was prophesying to them that the enemies that had come were, were part of what God was doing to get hold of the people's attention because, unfortunately, many people had fallen into um, apostasy. They'd fallen away from the faith. They weren't living in righteousness. They were doing evil and wicked things. And the Lord had sent prophetic words time and time again to turn the people's hearts back to the Lord. Unfortunately, they didn't listen to the prophets. They had hardened their hearts. And so the Lord, because he loved them, was now sending the Babylonians against them to turn them and, um, and to bring them back to himself. And even in the midst of hardness, people hardened their hearts. It's just the, the most bizarre thing that God was giving them a chance to turn, um, but they weren't. And so some people were going to face the judgment of God because their hearts were hardened and they wouldn't turn. So we must rem- remember that that was the context into which Jeremiah was prophesying. Because it's really hard when the Lord says, Listen, lives are going to be lost here because of your wickedness. You're bringing this upon yourselves because you won't turn, you won't repent, you won't soften yourselves and turn back to the Lord. He, w- he was giving them an opportunity, but because of their wickedness, they brought upon themselves some circumstances that were, were a judgment because of their wickedness and their sin. So that's the context. And please, I'm not saying that this coronavirus is coming as a judgment and a wickedness because of people's sin. All I'm saying is that our actions have got some consequences. And so we can turn to the Lord. We don't have to have that same judgment uh, come against us. So in Jeremiah chapter 33, while Jeremiah was still confined in the courtyard of the God, sounds like a lockdown, the word of the Lord came to him a second time. This is what the Lord says, he who made the earth, the Lord who formed it and established it. The Lord is his name. Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things that you do not know. So the Lord is inviting us in this time of confinement and calamity to turn to Him, to call to Him, and to ask Him to reveal things. This is not something that you can just study out through your own intellect, but this is a a time of the Lord revealing things. 
unsearchable things. God is going to bring revelation to us and to his people in this time. Revelation of what he's doing, revelation of what his purposes are, but he's also going to give to us amazing solutions and blueprints, things that are going to come from heaven, not things that we've been able to figure out through our own intellect and our own mindset, but the Lord is bringing to us things that are only revealed, not thought through, not worked out. That's also possible. But the Lord is going to open up things to us that are only available to us through revelation. In other words, the Lord is bringing us into a season of revelation, prophetic understanding, prophetic insight, things of revelation are coming to us in this time. <laughs> Folks, this is the beauty of this time of lockdown, that we cannot rely on ourselves, our intellect, and the way we've done things in the past. We are now open, we're in a sense being shepherded into this place where we are reliant on revelation. This is the good thing that the Lord is bringing to us, His people, in and through the season. There's going to be tremendous things that are going to be revealed, answers and solutions, innovations, designs, inventions, the solutions to the, the ills and the problems of our city and of our region are coming to us because the Lord loves us and is coming by revelation. Uh, then goes on verse 4, For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says about the houses in the city and the royal palaces of Judah that have been torn down to be used against the siege ramps and the sword in the fight with the Babylonians. They will be filled with the dead bodies of the people I will slay in my anger and wrath. I will hide my face from this city because of all its wickedness. Okay, so that was the context at that particular time that God was speaking and, and judgment was coming because of hardness of heart and wickedness in the city. Right? I don't believe that that's what the Lord is wanting to do now. This old covenant judgment that came upon the people then, we're living in the new covenant. And Jesus has taken upon himself the, 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 the judgment for wickedness and for sin. If we turn our hearts to Him, we do not have to encounter the wrath of God the way the wicked lived and did back in the old covenant times. Right? So we need to understand that we can step into the mercy of God and we, in a sense, under that Passover, that the, the angel of death does not have to come and to visit us because of the blood of the Lamb. The, the curse will pass over the people of God. Anybody who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved, right? So I'm just making a very clear distinction between what was going on in Jeremiah chapter 33 and verse 6. The promise of the Lord about restoration. The Lord says, nevertheless, I will bring health and healing to it. He's talking about the city um, that's uh, that's been under under lockdown. I will bring health and healing to it. I will heal my people 
and will let them enjoy abundance, an abundance of peace and security. I will bring Judah and Israel back from captivity. If you look in the footnotes, you will see that the Lord says, I will restore their fortunes. All right, guys, we really need to lay hold of this one because of the fear that is being sown uh, around the uh, economy and uh, IMF putting out all these different warnings and saying, guys, if you think it's bad, you, you, it's going to be even worse than bad. It's kind of like, no ways. We are not tuning into that frequency. We're not going to buy into that. We're going to buy into the prophetic words, 2020 is the year of double. There's a double portion, there's double anointing, there's increase, there's acceleration, there's expansion. So we hold on to the word of the Lord, okay? Even though in the natural, these things do not seem like it's possible. Folks, I want to tell you, I've already heard of some of the first fruits of what the Lord is doing in and through this time of lockdown. The Lord says, I will restore the people back from captivity or in the footnotes, restore their fortunes. It says, and I will rebuild them as they were before. All right. So just a quick little interjection. You know, I've had a couple of um, contacts with people who are involved with doing things in online platforms and their business models have just increased exponentially as a result of this lockdown. This lockdown has caused them to expand, to increase, and to grow their business in just like exponential um, factors. And so I'm, I'm, I'm wanting you to, to, to see that the first fruits of these prophetic words is already being fulfilled among us. I'm talking about us ordinary oaks from the, the people of God that the Lord has been giving insight ideas and, uh, and he's been positioning us to, to get ahead. I, I was just chatting again with, with somebody this week. I met with uh, this, this business guy in, in December and, and there's a whole idea, uh, an online system. And uh, so we spoke it through, we began to map it out and uh, part of my uh, background in, in systems design and talking around what, what this app might be. And it's totally come into alignment with a, a virtual um, solution for health and the health sector. And the Lord spoke to us in December and designs were already being made. And this thing is, is going to make a significant difference in terms of solving health problems, not just during a lockdown, but moving forward. The Lord's way ahead of this whole coronavirus thing. And because it's an online situation, there's the, the, the opportunity for massive increase and expansion. You see, the Lord is always ahead of the curve. It's not just about flattening the curve. The Lord is ahead of the curve. He always goes before us. And so when the prophetic word comes that 2020 is going to be a year of double, a year of increase, a year of his favor, and a year of alignment, folks believe that this is exactly what the Lord is going to be doing.
All right. Um, verse 8. I will cleanse them from all the sin they have committed against me and will forgive all their sins of rebellion against me. And we're seeing that the church is expanding. It, it is growing in the most phenomenal way. If we, if we think about how many people are tuning in to people preaching, not just our um, live streams, but people are tuning in from so many churches across this nation and across the planet. More people are attending church now than they were doing so before the lockdown. <laughs> Folks, you've got to see the fruit of increase that's happening right in front of our eyes. This is a phenomenal time, a phenomenal season of increase and expansion. We are not in retreat. We're actually in accelerated advance. It's just the most phenomenal thing that we can be a part of what God's doing. So the Lord is releasing forgiveness. People are turning, uh, just in their tens of thousands, people are turning to the Lord in this time. In verse 9, in Jeremiah 33, Then the city will bring me renown, joy, praise, and honor before all nations on earth that hear of all the good things I will do for it. And they will be in awe and will tremble at the abundant prosperity and peace I provide for it. Folks, the Lord is going to be releasing favor like never before on our city. And wherever you're watching from, all other cities, and I see so many people logging on, just want to say welcome. So good to have you with us as friends of the house. But the Lord in, in your city, <clears throat> but obviously very much particularly where we are in Joyburg, the Lord is releasing favor and prosperity on our city like never before. Because of these innovations and these new approaches to doing things, we're not doing the same old, same old and wanting to get a different result. No, we are being catapulted into new ways of doing things that we might experience new efficiencies, greater fruitfulness, and greater productivity. Okay, And so the Lord is using this season to shift us out of the old and into the new. So we've spoken about disruptive technologies and disruptive uh, innovations. And the Lord is, is clearing away the old in order that we can step into the new. We've got a new playing field that we can step into. And God has been gracious in giving us what we need and even giving us the push. It's not just a nudge, but it's a push that we are, 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 are stepping into the new that he has for us. So this is absolutely phenomenal. People are going to be just astounded at the abundant prosperity that the Lord is going to bring us into. All right. So I'm so glad we're living in this time and in this season. All right. This is not about retreat. This is not about going backwards. This is a time. This is about the Lord causing us to move forward. And, um, and he's opening our eyes. Remember, it's all about revelation that we might see what he's doing. All right. And so the Lord, as you're taking time to pray and to wait on him in these next couple of weeks, he's going to show you new things, new patterns that you can get involved in, that you can do, that you will be able to eat of the fruit of this next season. It's just phenomenal. 
goes on in verse 10. So this is what the Lord says. You say about this place, it's a desolate waste. It's without people or animals. In other words, there's nothing happening on the streets. It's, it's all quiet. It says, yet in the towns of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem that are deserted, they're inhabited by neither people nor animals. There will be heard once more the sounds of joy and gladness, the voices of bride and bridegroom, and the voices of those who bring thank offerings to the house of the Lord Almighty. They're saying, give thanks to the Lord Almighty, for the Lord is good. Hey, God is good. And His love endures forever. Folks, His love, His goodness, His kindness, it endures. It endures today through this lockdown period and beyond and into our future. His faithfulness will be seen in the land of the living. God is good. He has not abandoned us. He has not neglected us. This is not a punishment thing. But this is the Lord's goodness being shown to us, being revealed to us. His faithfulness to all generations and especially to us right here, right now. As we've looked at before, if God was able to care for millions of people in the desert, in the wilderness, giving them manna to eat, giving them quail, giving them water from the rock, giving them an air conditioning system in the desert so that they were cool in the day because of the cloud and they were warm at night because of the fiery pillar. God was able to cause their shoes not to wear out, their clothes not to wear out. For 40 years, He sustained them, He blessed them, He enabled them. They were able to build the tabernacle in the wilderness the equivalent in today's terms would be billions of dollars. And he was able to do that. I think it was $16 billion is the equivalent of, uh, of today's uh, value for, for the tabernacle. They were able to do all of that in the wilderness. God was with them through what appeared to be a very difficult time. Guys, God is with us during this difficult time. God is going to cause things to increase and to expand, things not to wear out, things to last longer, and He's going to release favor and abundance upon us. And so it ends off uh, this little passage in Isaiah 33, uh, verse 11. For I will restore the fortunes of the land as they were before, says the Lord. Now, we know that when God brings restoration, He always brings it up to a higher level. So when Job, he lost his cattle, he lost his wealth, and there was destruction that came on his family, there was a doubling. The Lord says, I'm going to restore. Restore was to double. All right. So restore is not just, hey, I had 10 and I'm going to get 10 back. No, I'm going to get 20. And so in this year of 2020, we're trusting the Lord that His restoration is going to bring us up to a higher level than where we were, where we left off just before the shutdown. So the prophetic words, the words of promise are so powerful to us. I, I, um, I've got so many other things I, I wanted to share with you today. I just um, Perhaps we'll, we'll get to it during our uh, weekly 
uh, lunchtime gatherings at, at one o'clock and sharing just a quick message of encouragement and hope and then time of praying into the nation. Um, but just the, the, there's so many stories, there's so many testimonies, there's, there, there's so many ways in which God has revealed himself to be the one who will provide, who will sustain, who will bring the increase. Uh, it, it, the scriptures are just filled with these examples. And it's not just stories that, oh, wow, that was so good. Look what God did in the past. No, God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. So whatever our tomorrows are going to be, He is able to do the same again for us. So in this passage from Jeremiah 33, He says, Call to me and I will answer. In the midst of lockdown, in the midst of devastation, the Lord says, call to me and I will show you things just like way beyond, unsearchable, way beyond what you could have thought, what you could have imagined. God is going to do something phenomenal for us. Breakthrough, get ready for your breakthrough. Hey, friends of breakthrough, the same release is coming to you and to your house and your city. We're trusting the Lord that our regions are going to be shaped by the king's people. Right? So the kingdom is advancing because we belong to the king. What's our portion is not just for us alone, but we break through into new things and everyone around us gets to lay hold of that same breakthrough. The acceleration that's on us will be released on people around us, right? So God is always taking us from one degree of glory to another. So I'm going to end off now. I'm going to skip a whole lot of other things I was going to get to. But um, I, I think I think you've got uh, what we wanted to do. But I'm just going to come back, folks, to this this passage in Zechariah. So the second last book of the Old Testament, Zechariah, and it's chapter 9. And the Lord promises, verse 8 through 12, But I will encamp at my people to guard it against marauding forces. In other words, God's saying, listen, I'm going to be part of your camp, and I'm going to be camping with you. I'm going to be with you. I'm going to guard against those who would maraud and, and come against God's people. Never again will an oppressor overrun my people. For now I am keeping watch. So rejoice greatly, daughter Zion. Shout, daughter Jerusalem. See, your king comes to you, righteous and victorious, lowly and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. And we, we've seen that this was the prophetic word about Jesus coming as he came into Jerusalem, his final days before his crucifixion. And, uh, and so our king is coming and we've just been able to rejoice in celebrating the, the Passover together. Verse 10, I will take away the chariots from Ephraim and the war horses from Jerusalem and the battle bow will be broken. In other words, the enemy that was coming against Ephraim and Jerusalem is going to be removed. This virus that's coming against our nation is going to be removed. Folks, the tide is turning. 
the tide is turning. We've got to hold on to the prophetic promises of God, pray into them, declare them. God's supernatural healing is going to cause this plague to be lifted off our nation. The thing that was coming against us is going to be stopped in its tracks. It's going to be medical advances and there's going to be a supernatural advance. It's both of these things, these two things collaborating and working together, the natural and the supernatural. The Lord, the great healer, the great physician is bringing about healing. But in the natural, the Lord is going to release um, uh, solutions that are going to uh, totally obliterate the effects of COVID-19. Folks, you've got to believe that God is doing something powerfully in our day and in our time. Things have been turned around. He will proclaim peace to the nations. The Prince of Peace is going to proclaim peace to the nations. He is the Prince of Peace. Nations are just trembling because they can't cope. They don't know what to do. But the Prince of Peace will proclaim peace. We don't have to partner with fear. We can choose to partner with the Prince of Peace. It says, His rule will extend from sea to sea and from the Euphrates River to the ends of the earth. <laughs> That's the message of the gospel, to the ends of the earth. That the Prince of Peace has come and He's given us the, the message to proclaim peace with God and peace with one another. This is just so powerful. Verse 11. As for you, because of the blood of my covenant with you, right? We partakers of the new covenant because of the blood of Jesus. It says, I will free your prisoners from the waterless pit. Some of us feel a bit like we're prisoners. We've been captive in our own homes during the shutdown period. He says, I'm coming to you and it's been waterless but He's coming with the rain of the Spirit. He's coming the water of life. Living waters will flow from your inmost being. He says, guys, where it's been waterless in the past, I am going to release rivers that are going to flow. And then verse 12. This is the one we want to get to. Return to your fortress, your, you prisoners of hope. Even now, I announce that I will restore twice as much to you. That's our strong tower, our strong fortress. It's the stronghold of our mind and of our hearts. We return to it. It's our strong place, the place of peace. We've been taken captive, if you like, by peace, the Prince of Peace. It holds us, right? We cannot escape this thing of peace. We are returning to peace. It's our strong place. And when we're in the strong place, we've been held captive. We're a prisoner of hope. The Lord says that He will restore twice as much to us. <laughs> Again, in the year 2020 of double portion, of increase, of favor, God is saying to us, Remain in this place of peace when news broadcasts and all this fake news and the conspiracy theories and all this kind of stuff want to pull us into a place of fear. It's kind of like, no ways. I am 
held captive by hope. I'm going to remain in peace and I'm going to remain in hope because He is our hope. He is our peace. So the words from Zechariah chapter 9 are for us. Hold on to them. Meditate on them. Take every thought captive that wants to war against the truth of this revelation that God's got us. He's with us. He's for us. And the best is yet to come. This is our inheritance. This is what we have to look forward to. So, over these next couple of days, these next two weeks or so of lockdown, we don't know if it's going to be extended or if it is extended, the measure of the relaxation. And that's personally what I'm praying into, that there would be a relaxation of the lockdown. When we get to the end of the month, we can slowly uh, begin to open up the economy and open up movement, still exercising great wisdom and caution in terms of not being spreaders of the virus. But we have a, 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 a fresh opportunity to tune into the voice of the Lord, to be listening to what He's saying to us, that He might give us the solution that each of us need for our household and in the context of our business, that we can step into the new with fresh innovation. We have fresh eyes. We're not just looking with the eye of natural sight, but we're looking with the eye of faith that the Lord might reveal new ways and new things to us. He's going to do it through just ideas dropping into our hearts and our minds. We just we think we're staring off into the distance, but actually we're creating an opportunity for the Lord to drop things into our minds. So we, we daydream with God. We have a sanctified imagination. We imagine things being different. Just think about whatever industry you're in, whatever occupation, what it could look like with heaven's touch as things become uh, new and fresh. So we're looking for that innovation. Trust the Lord to speak dreams to you. Just was so captivated again by uh, Joseph and, uh, and the dreams that the Lord gave him and the ability to interpret other people's dreams. Just phenomenal what happened. And the whole economy of Egypt through those dreams, the seven fat cows and the seven lean cows, and what happened in terms of trans, trans, transitioning Pharaoh and Egypt into a superpower because of a dream. And then the wisdom to apply the dream and the interpretation. And then beyond that, the innovative economic system that enabled Egypt to just increase exponentially. Now, there's aspects of that about the bondage thing that I, I believe the Lord would give us new ways that we never have to bring other people into servitude and into bondage. But there's some principles there in terms of the Lord speaking to us. Seven fat cows and seven lean cows. And then 
a complete renovation of an entire economic system. Through this lockdown period, the Lord can release dreams that would comprehensively shift and change the way we've done business up until now. So I'm filled with hope and confidence and really rejoicing at some of the stories that I've already heard that the Lord has already done this. We're getting the prophetic foretaste. Some of the guys have, have brought back the fruit of that, that promised land and, and they're already tasting that fruit prophetically. So there's some forerunners that have gone in ahead to that promised land. Folks, the promised land is waiting for us. There are so many good things in store for us. The best is yet to come. I'm absolutely convinced of it, guys. Convinced. This lockdown is not a bad thing. It's caused us to refocus and get our hearts in alignment with God and His purposes. People have been able to draw aside greater times of reflection and meditation, getting in the Word and getting into prayer and listening to worship. Guys, this has been a good thing, not a bad thing. But there's going to be tangible fruit in the natural. Things are going to shift and change new ways. I, I'm just so excited for the other side of this lockdown. And by the time we get to the 31st of December, we will tally it all up and we will see. Wow. We have doubled the Lord's uh, blessing, His anointing, that double portion certainly, most definitely came to us in this year. So I just want to bless you with all of that. And, uh, and as we finish together, maybe you want to stand, you've been sitting for a while. And, uh, and, and so I just want to pray that the blessing that we, we've often used at Breakthrough, Romans chapter 15, verse 13. And now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. May you overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Lord bless you, keep you, and His face most certainly is shining upon you. Love you guys. Have an awesome week. Stay in touch. Let us know what's going on through your connect groups and also through the forms on our website. Any prayer requests, just contact us that way. Uh, prayer teams are ready and waiting and available to make contact with you and pray very specifically uh, for your particular prayer need. And if you're not part of a community connect group, folks really want to encourage you. Go for it. Um, that's how we're taking care of each other through our care fund and uh, just being able to keep each other um, in, uh, in prayer and in, in very practical help. So the Lord bless you. Thank you for joining us today. It's just been so good to see so many people in our virtual building, probably more than what we otherwise would have been able to fill in, uh, in our natural physical building. So um, as we can see, the time of increase is already here. So bless you guys. Have, have an awesome Sabbath rest and uh, we'll connect soon again. Bless you.